How do people who have lost themselves, I mean, those who are really tired of living a life that the world has told them they should be living, finally start to find their own voice and live authentically? They listen in and take action towards discovering who they are originally, tuning in and following their true North Star to the life that they've always known has been calling them. It's your girl, Rafiat. But we're friends now, so you can call me Fifi or Rafi. That's cool. And welcome to FYFM. Follow your first mind podcast. And if you felt that way, then this podcast is for you. Let's jump into it. Hey, you. I'm so excited to introduce Charlotte Rutherford. We met on social and honestly, as soon as we met, I knew she was a good soul. Charlotte is a mother, daughter, sister, friend, and most importantly, a child of the Most High God. She's a woman after God's own heart. She strives to see the fruits of the Spirit manifested in her life. She believes in leading by example. Therefore, her lifestyle reflects that of the living Word of God. Her mandate is to edify, empower, and encourage the body of Christ through the simplification of the Word of God. During her daily devotionals, she usually writes the revelations received from God, but only would share them with a few friends. The Word of God, though, is designed to enlighten everyone and not just a select few. Jesus commissioned us to go into the world and make disciples. Therefore, through this ministry, she desires to see souls transformed by the grace of God. So connect with her if you want to join her on this great mission to inspire change. There's the one first. Ah. There you go. Wow. Wow. That's a first. I don't know how good it's going to get, but whatever. <laughs> now the next time you'll be like, constantly looking at that little red dot. Well, I definitely will. It, yeah. Oh, Wow. All right. Hey, y'all. <laughs> because I'm rapping, I'm going to let you guys know, I just recorded a whole podcast without recording. So here we go one more time. <laughs> hey, you. Welcome to FYFM, Fall Your First Mind Podcast, where I indeed just listen to my intuition. <laughs> he nudges and he guides and he has us away. And I'm so excited to have my guest here, Charlotte, talk to us about her really purpose child I'm going to call it in divinely inspired and all you've done and really just bringing hope and peace to everyone on the on through social media through YouTube through your catalysts and all the things you are working on right now but if you can please introduce yourself and let us people let us know a little bit more about you Hey everyone. So my name is Charlotte. And as you just heard, I am the founder of Divinely Inspired to Empower. So pretty much what that is, I have a candle business. I have a YouTube channel. I have a podcast. So I'm pretty much just here to spread hope, to share some encouragement with you all, just using the word of God to kind of help you out on those days where you feel a little bit discouraged. (laughs) Listen, I think it's so important because as we know, life happens <laughs> and sometimes you need a little hope on the way. Um, so I think it's amazing because right now, as I was saying earlier, that it's the internet's pretty a dark place, right? The world itself is a pretty dark place. And so it's great to have more people speak up and to share the hope and share the light and positivity out there because God is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Yes, he is. And you know what, to be honest, like a part of when I was kind of going back and forth, like, God, like, do you really want me to do this thing? Mm-hmm. That was it. He was like, okay. Cause I was like, God, well, there's so many people that are out here that are sharing like encouraging videos, but then mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, they're sharing encouraging videos. You're not using my word mm-hmm. here. Yes. You know, the encouragement. So yes. that was the difference between me doing these videos yeah. and what everybody else was just out here doing. It's true. If we could talk about that for a moment, because it's so true. It's become almost like the word Christian is almost like taboo, right? In this sense, because the world, you don't want, you want to be so politically correct all the time. Um, and I thought it was very interesting when I was on YouTube, I was just looking up and everything was like faith-based and you have to like change the terminology. You have to be careful not to say his word. So how did you come into the fact that I'm going to be strong in talking about who I want to talk about. He said me and I'm going to say it. That's right. So um, for me, when I started Divinely Inspired, so let's rewind. So I started Divinely Inspired back in 2015. And when I started this, as I mentioned, I had this little back and forth with God because he was like, hey, I need you to do this. And I was like, well, God, why do you want me to do this kind of thing? So we had this little back and forth. And I was like, well, if you want me to do this, then I just need you to make a way and you just got to help me figure it out. And he did. So when I started back then, I feel like things weren't as political as it is now. Mm. I mean, Christianity has always been one of those little political things but I feel like back in 2015 it was a little bit different or maybe I was just so like you know caught up in (laughs) my own little world where I didn't notice or had no issues so when Mm -hmm. I first started divinely inspired I started it on my own website so I have my own platform and I would share these videos on YouTube. So it's like, ultimately I had my own platform that I was sharing. I wasn't relying on YouTube. YouTube came into the picture last year when I got a word, um, a prophetic word that was just like, okay, hey, you better be doing what I want you to be doing. So I got that word and that's when I was like, okay, you know what, God, fine. Maybe I'll try this YouTube thing. Cause I've never mm. been about the YouTube because I know a lot of people do YouTube and they do YouTube to monetize your videos. Yes. But my goal was never to monetize any of my content. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like I had this website, I was actually paying for this platform so that I can be able to share these videos. Right. Cause you know, for like a free hosting platform, there's only so much you can do. Yes. So I was paying for, um, <clears throat> sorry, I was paying for these websites just to be able to host it. So then I I ended up on YouTube just as a way to reach a wider audience because I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm not going to be selfish because again, when I started uh, divinely inspired, it was more so to share and encourage the word of God. I had gotten saved and I met some lovely women of God in the church and we became really close. We would have Bible study all the time together. And I just spent so much time in the word of God. And it got to the point where God was like, Hey, you know, so when I give you these revelations, mm. they're not just for you, but they're to share, to encourage my people. And then mm. this is how I was like, okay, fine. This is how we're going to do divinely inspired. <laughs> so, um, again, so I ended up on YouTube just as a way to, you know, widen my reach. So my channel is still small. I'm trusting God that whomever comes across it, you know, will be blessed, will be encouraged. Um, I'm not, the goal is never to monetize the content just because I want people to be able to be blessed, to be able to be encouraged. So for me, it's not mindful about 
what I put, what I post, right? Because like, I'm just out here doing the work of God. So whether you like it or not, it's just here. I'm doing what God has called me to do, what God has sent me to do. So I don't have to worry about YouTube demonetizing my video because I've mm. said a certain word. So that's where I stand in terms of, you know, using whatever words I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> my and it's not monetized. Yeah, that's a good point because you're right. Like you can't really, um, you can't say a lot of things mm-hmm. when you're on somebody else's platform, right? They will put guidelines on you. And so when you took off the fact that this is not how I'm generating my income, you're more free to do what it is that you want to do. And at the end of the day, it's like so much I of this, yeah. have my own platform mm. where I make sure that I still upload my content there. Although mm. I'm using YouTube's platform, I still make sure that I upload my content to my own platform mm. because at the end of the day, like you said, it's somebody else's platform. And at any time they can be like, hey, you know, you've breached our guidelines and we no longer want you here. So yeah, it happens, right? It's not like it doesn't, it happens. I resonate so much with this because I felt like when I was called to do intuition I was like but how how am I gonna do this like how am I gonna talk about this like when when you think about intuition originally when you look it up I should say you'll see things about spirit you'll see things about chakras you'll see things about energies nothing (laughs) nothing really around the holy spirit being intuition or the way he's communicating with that's what I believe and so coming into this space for me originally was very scary because I was like well how am I going to talk about this you know, boldly the way he's calling me to do that, because that's what I believe. Like, that's my story. This is how this, I can only share what I know. Right. Um, So it's been a, it's really interesting that you said, but uh, let's get into it a little bit. What does your intuition look like? What does it feel like? Oh, my intuition for me looks like the leading of the Holy Spirit. So I'm a born again believer. So I trust that, you know, I do have the Holy Spirit with me because before Jesus left, he said that, you know, the father is going to send somebody greater. He's going to send the Holy Spirit. That's going to be our counselor. He's going to be our advocate. He's going to be our helper. You know, he's pretty much going to guide us in all truth. Right. And that's the um, job of the Holy Spirit. So my intuition to me looks like trusting that, um, leading of the Holy Spirit. Some people may say, well, how do you know what's the Holy Spirit? To be honest, some days I don't know what's the Holy Spirit, but in those moments when I'm unsure about that feeling that I have, I pray about it, right? I pray Mm -hmm. about that little nudge that I get just to confirm that it is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, As I mentioned as well, that, you know, being Jamaican, sometimes you're in a place where you know, we like to talk about vibes or feeling. You're just like, oh, you get a bad vibe or you don't get a good feeling. Or sometimes you're like, oh, my spirit in a text so-and-so. And, you know, like... You know, you didn't really understand it. I mean, like, when I was young, I didn't really get it. But now, as you're saying, like, yes, that's a part of it, right? Sorry, continue. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and it's like, that too is intuition. But as a believer, I also look at that as the gift of discernment. Because mm. the Holy Spirit, you know, one of the spiritual gifts that God gives us is the gift of discernment and discernment, um, the, the gift of discerning of spirit allows you to be able to, um, discern whether or not, you know, certain people are for you. Sometimes you Mm. may be in a certain place and you're just like, okay, well, I don't need to be here. Mm. And 
you know, it's like, because we're, we live in this world, but we're also called not to be off this world. So Ooh, it's like being in a certain environment, Yeah, that Holy Spirit inside of you feels uncomfortable. The fact that you are a believer of God, of the word of God, it mm-hmm. makes you feel uncomfortable. So to me, that's what my intuition looks and feels like. Mm, that's so key. So important because I think, <sighs> It really is guiding us, but it really is helping us discern on the everyday that sometimes people's energy, sometimes people, they're just not for us. And we have to recognize that it's not always about them. Sometimes it's just us right now. We don't mesh with these people, even though we might have known them forever. We might have, you know, we don't know the whole story. The way I like to look at it is like, he knows all. So if he knows all, he knows what happens all these conversations when I'm not around. So how is that like for you coming to the fact that, okay, I... I got to trust this thing. These people or this situation may not be for me right now. So how I deal with that pretty much is, um, <clears throat> for starters, I try not to put myself in certain places where I know that as a believer, I should not be, right? Because okay. if you do put yourself in those environments, you're going to feel uncomfortable, right? (laughs) You're going to feel uncomfortable being in environments that you have no business being. At the same time, it's like, you know, maybe even listening to certain music or just, you know, participating in activities, like you will feel uncomfortable. That Holy Spirit, that intuition, as you call it, will will make you feel uncomfortable, right? (laughs) So it's like, that's pretty much how, how I deal with it. I try to avoid those situations in the event that I am somewhere that I can't avoid being, then I pretty much just, you know, trust God that for whatever reason I'm there, I just trust and believe God that, you know what, I'm going to get out of this situation. I make sure that I pray. I make sure that I I keep my spirit guarded. You know, I'm like, I wear my whole armor. Right. There it's so go. important to wear your whole armor. And if you have on your whole armor, then you're pretty much, you know, you can't be protected. Right? Yeah. That's a really good point. We we talked a little bit earlier about trusting him. And I think again, it's kind of it's in every facet. So right, you're you're trusting the fact that okay, in this moment, he's got me. I'm protected and I can move forward. So how has that been like for you coming into okay, every with every step? it's like a new decision to trust him. So um, for me, that has been more being intentional, Mm. knowing what he has called me to do. And Mm. if I'm aware and if I'm clear about my purpose and what he has called me to do, it makes it easier to trust him because Mm. then I'm not moving according to how I feel. I'm not moving in my own will, but I'm moving in the will of God. And if I'm moving in the will of God, he's not going to bring me where he can't keep me. If he has called me to do something, he's going to make sure that he makes provision to be able to keep me and sustain me in that place where he has called me to be. So it's like, I make that intentional decision to trust him that, okay, God, you know what? If you said to make a YouTube video, I'm going to make this YouTube video and I'm going to trust that you're going to help me make this YouTube video. Because the first thing I'm saying to him is, you know what, God, whatever I say in this video, let it be according to your word. Let it not be my flesh. Let flesh decrease and let it be what it is that you want 
you know, your people to hear because the Bible Mm -hmm. says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if I'm out here sharing your word, let it be that word that, you know, will minister to whomever will hear it. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much just how I kind of go about, you know, trusting him and walking in his calling that he has for me. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about just that, like how you come up with it, right? So how you came up with um, what you talk about in your videos, what you come up with earlier, we're talking about your candles. You can share a little bit more on how that came to be. So um, in terms of my video content, it's always like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to say? Like, what do you want me to make a video about? Because like, I'm not out here trying to be embarrassed, right? Like I'm not trying to go home before God. So it's like, okay, God, like if I'm making this video, Mm. I'm making this video with you. Like I'm Mm. not leaving you. I'm not going to go ahead of you. But at the same time, if you're going, I want to make sure that I'm coming, right? Because I don't want to be left behind either. So that's important. So, you know, I kind of just pray about it. I'm like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do? Like, for example, this year I was doing uh, the book of Nehemiah and it was more so me just kind of praying and okay, God, you know what it is that you want me to share at the same time. I want to be able to share content that's relevant. Right. And mm. um, share it in a way that somebody's able to understand it. Yes. So again, I lean on him and I trust him because I don't want to do things in my own understanding because you know, doing things in your own understanding is pretty much me saying that, hey, I'm doing this video in the name of God, but I'm not doing it with God. It's just like he said, like, I don't want to hear the part from me. I don't know you or, yeah. you know, um, like, I want to make sure that whatever it is that I'm doing is pleasing to him and it's acceptable mm-hmm. to him. So that's pretty much mm-hmm. how I go about coming up with content for my video. I pray about it and I make sure that, you know, before I start, I'm like, God, I'm giving this to you. Like, I'm committing yeah. this to you and I'm trusting that you're going to take full control of whatever mm-hmm. happens once I put this video out there. And um, even sometimes I'm making these videos and, you know, I try to be prepared, right? So I make my notes, I read my scriptures or whatever, I make my notes. And sometimes I'm making these videos and, you know, things just drop in my spirit. And I'm like, thank you, Holy Spirit, right? So, you know, I'm making sure that I'm going with him. Um, Also, you asked about the candle. So the candle idea came about in 2019. So divinely inspired was birthed in 2015. Life happened. I kind of, you know became too relaxed with not doing anything. So (laughs) 2019 came around and I was like, okay, maybe I can do some candles. But although I became relaxed and I wasn't making content, Mm. that urge or that calling never really went away because there was always somebody coming up to me to say, hey, you know what happened to your video? I used to enjoy watching your videos. They blessed me so Mm. much. You know, like somehow it will resurface. And I would always have like that Holy Spirit inside of me would always remind me. I would always know that I'm not doing what it is that mm. I was doing. I always knew that whether mm. or not I was obedient, I always knew it. Right. Mm. And it just got to the place where I was also like, you know what? The Bible says uh, disobedience is like witchcraft. Um, it's like rebellion. Mm. Right. And I was like, well, okay. I don't want to be disobedient yeah. yeah so I was like okay I'm going to once again become obedient once again mm. do what you have called me to do so with the candles they started out being uh aromatherapy and I would also add the scriptures to the label so you know this way it's just a way of um sharing the word of God 
mm-hmm. with you know whomever the recipient is. And again, with aromatherapy, we know that the Bible told us that our food originally in Genesis, he's like, you know, we can eat of all the fruits or the trees that had seeds, right? And we know aromatherapy is more so from things of the earth. So that's more so how that idea came about. And as I progressed with that idea, I did somehow started incorporating fragrance oils into that mainly because the Bible gives us free will. And you know, if I'm selling to consumers, then they also want to be able to have free will. So I do have fragrance oils and I do have, um, aromatherapy scented with, um, essential oil. So that's pretty much how I allowed the Holy spirit to kind of lead me and guide Mm -hmm. me along this journey. Yeah. I love that. I love because it's like literally a check-in. It's like, you're always checking in. How am I doing this? What are we doing? Um, and I think that's kind of like the best place to be because you're the most present, a part of my journey in 2020, was realizing that I wasn't being present prior. I was just going about the day, right? Um, and so when you get present with him, you're realizing, okay, he can actually speak to you in that moment. So yes, go here or go there or a pause, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I think now what I want to kind of understand is just what did this... I'm sorry, I'm thinking about half our conversation before I have our conversation now. So I'm trying to be present, right? Come back here. <laughs> But I mean, I, I can add that, you know, just being present, like, I mean, it's so easy to not be present in that moment and stay Mm -hmm. in constant communion with him, because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, life gets in the way. And sometimes when life gets in the way, you're literally just like doing what you've kind of been programmed to do. So it's like you wake up, you kind of just go, 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 go. And some days I am guilty of that. Right. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, okay, well, I never really spent any time with God today. Right. And then it's like, you know, he kind of just reels you back in kind of thing. So it's like, you know, I try to be as present as I can be. I also, you know, um, for me, sometimes prayer just looks like being in constant communication with God. And when I say being in constant communication with God, it's not like, you know, I'm like on my knees, like scooped up in a corner somewhere or whatever, (laughs) but it's more so me just talking to God. Like I will be talking to you right now. So I'm like, okay, you know, well, God, like, okay. Um, how do you want me to do this? Or, okay, we're, we're going to do this. Or, you know, what do you want me to do kind of thing? Or, okay, mm. God, I need your help. Sometimes it's literally that simple. God, I need yeah. help. I need your help. And what yeah. do you want me to do, right? <laughs> hey, you just got to interrupt from a word from our sponsor. Did you know that FYFM is sponsored by Intuitively Aligned Purpose? A revolutionary way to do purpose. It's a coaching program for leaders who seek to experience God more intimately so they can live and lead powerfully on purpose. Let's move you from being totally exhausted from working so hard for someone else and not in your own dream. It's time to confidently take up space for your divine calling in rest, flow, and joy, y'all. My purpose is to guide you on your path of self-discovery and healing from feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and frustrated to totally enjoying your life's fullest expression through understanding your identity, trusting your intuition, and owning your influence. It's time to reclaim your deferred dreams. So head over to racketamid.com. That's R-A-F-I-A-T. A-H-M-E-D dot com to book your discovery call now. 
Let's get it popping, y'all. We got kingdom work to do. All right, that's it. Thanks. <laughs> now let's get back to the episode. See y'all. So it's like sometimes um, religion, let's say this, sometimes religion makes it seems like, you know, being able to pray or have um, a relationship or being a Christian is kind of like a ritual. Like yeah. a lot of times what you see, it seems ritualistic, but yeah. being a Christian is more so having relationship with God. And when you yeah. have relationship with God, you're able to be in relation and have communion and have fellowship and conversations yeah. with him because people who you're in relationship with in the natural, it's not ritualistic, right? Yeah, yeah. You have simple conversations with them. And that's how I do it. I have simple conversations with God. Like it's not this big elaborate, you know, thing. It's literally coming to God as I would to anybody else. But at the same time, I'm coming to him in reverence because that's important. I'm coming to him and I'm acknowledging that, you know what? He is God. He is so holy. Mm -hmm. So although I am coming to him, you know, in simple conversations, I'm not disregarding the fact that he is Mm. God, he's holy, and he is sovereign. Mm. I acknowledge that, but I talk to him the way I would sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that's the point. It's part of um, you getting to know him, that acceptance, right? Mm. Like, I think that's part of this coming to accept yourself, because as just as you would talk to yourself, you're really talking to him, right? It's like letting him know, like, these this is bothering me. Like one of the biggest things for me in this journey was realizing like he knows my heart. And if mm-hmm. I try to act as though something is not bothering me, well, he's going to bring it up somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's going to get it out of me. Um, and so I think that's probably the healthiest thing to do is to constantly be letting him know, like, this is up. What do I do here? How do I do this? And the the questions really that come with that. Cause I think sometimes when I first, before I was saved last year, um, I was like, what does it look like, right? What I thought mm-hmm. to be Christian, I didn't, was like what you're saying, right? It was it was like a religion. And so I didn't think you can ask questions. I thought it was like this person or this thing up here and I'm all the way down here and how do we be? But I realized that, yeah, it's really about coming together um, every single day. Um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about understanding your intuition because he brings you into that fold that like, yeah, like, I got you. I'm like that soft mat you can fall down on, (laughs) you know? Um, But as you're falling, you can ask me questions. You can tell me to take the wheel because let's be honest, sometimes we just don't know what we're doing and that's okay. (laughs) Most days I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) That's true. I trust in him that helps me and keeps me to feel like, okay, you know what? Like, okay. I'm doing good today. Today is a good day, right? (laughs) Because yeah, like I wake up and I'm like, you know, God, like, I don't know. (laughs) I think that's the the most beautiful thing too, is because we don't know, like that's the faith, right? That's the faith we don't know. And so we're willing to walk anyways in this purpose that he's given you to decide that like, okay, I trust you again in this moment. I want to make it work. <laughs> I know you'll make it work. I should say, I know you'll make it work because I don't know what I'm doing. That's right. <laughs> that's okay. That's right. And it's literally those vulnerable, honest conversations, you know, that he appreciates because then it's like, okay, you know what? If you knew what you were doing or you were able to make it work, it's like, well, you don't need him. True. 
right? Yeah. So the fact that you can acknowledge that you don't know what you're doing or that you need him, you know, like it's your trust, right? Mm. Like it's so important. It's your belief in him because it's like accepting him was through our belief, right? It's trusting. So it's like, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about belief again for a moment? How do you stay strong in it? Let's talk about that. How do you stay strong in that belief? Because distractions do come. The world does come. Your body gets tired. All these things happen. How do you stay strong in that belief? Because I think that's really the center of your intuition. Uh, So for me, I pretty much stay strong and grounded in my belief literally just through trusting him and acknowledging mm-hmm. that I really haven't a clue what I'm doing. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so that's pretty much how I stay strong in my belief. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the Bible talks about renewing your mind mm-hmm. and a part of renewing your mind is being intentional. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally intentional. I try to be as intentional as I can about the decisions that I make for my life, right? So once again, earlier I spoke about, you know, my intuition looks and feels like the leading of the Holy Spirit. So it's like, if I'm trusting and I'm believing and I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me, then the decisions that I'm making for my life, I know that they're pleasing and that they're Mm. acceptable to God. So it's probably just like me say, okay, you know what, God, in this moment, I don't exactly know what I'm doing, or in this moment, I feel tired, I feel weary, whatever it is, like, I literally commit that to him, I give that to him. I mean, I allow myself to have moments, you know, I'm, I allow myself to have moments, because I am human. So I allow myself to have moments where I feel like, you know what, God, like, I'm tired, right? Mm -hmm. So I give myself that grace, I, I accept the grace that he gives me. And by accepting the grace that he gives me, I allow myself to be tired. But I also know that, you know what? I cannot stay in that place. That moment of me being tired and of me not wanting to do anything, it's temporary. So it's like, I come back to the fact that, okay, now today's a new day. This is a new moment that, you know what, God? I'm going to trust you. You said to trust in you with all my heart and lean out on my own understanding. And clearly my own understanding will lead me astray. And clearly whatever the situation may have been, Maybe it was my own understanding that got me to that situation in the first place, right? So, you know, that's literally how I kind of deal with it. I accept his grace and I allow myself to accept the grace because I know some people, they struggle with the fact that God is a gracious God. Like I'm not using grace because at the same time, so some people, they abuse grace. And when I say they abuse grace, I mean that they may be out here like sinning or doing things that they know they're not supposed to be doing. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I can ask for forgiveness. Like, I mean, when I say I'm accepting his grace, it has nothing to do with that. Mm. It's more so mean being vulnerable, allowing myself to be vulnerable, allowing myself to be human and trusting in him. Because if I can trust in him, then I know that, you know what, he tells us that he knows the thoughts and the plan that he has towards us. Right. Mm -hmm. And I rely on that scripture. You know, I rely on the promises that he has for me. So I use his word as encouragement in those moments where I feel weak. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, you know what, God, this is what your word says, right? Mm. He says that if the angels, they listen to his word, they move according to his word. So 
I literally use his words in the moments where I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing or Mm. in the moments where I feel like, you know, the distractions are real or it doesn't matter what situation I find myself in. I just rely back on that trust that I have in him. Yeah. Wow. That's so big and so huge. I resonate with that so much because when things get really trying, I realize the scriptures come easier to me, my mind, that same teacher you're talking about in Jeremiah, um, about him knowing the plans he has for you. I hold on to that for dear life because (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, you know, you just, you don't know what you're walking into and you have to believe that he knows the plans he has for you and that he's going to see it through. Right. Um, As long as you continue to put one foot before the other. <laughs> um, the and the finisher. Yes, <laughs> so, it's yes. like, so that's what I'd like to say to him. I'm like, yes. you know what, God, like you're the author and you're the finisher. Therefore, you know, my in-between, you know, yeah. exactly what is happening right now in this moment. And you know mm. exactly what's going to happen after this moment. So I am mm. trusting in you that whatever it is, you know, it's going to be good. Yes. Because it just has to be good. It has to. <laughs> it has to be. And that's just how I deal with it. I love that. I love that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about grace because, ooh, I had to learn that boy. I was under so much condemnation in my in my like transformative year because I was just so angry with myself for going through what I went through, uh, going through, I'm not sure if I told you, but I was going through a depression prior to. Um, so very angry with myself for even getting into that situation. You know what I mean? Um, and so I had to learn grace. I had to learn how to give my own self grace and the fact that one, yes, things happen, but two, in this moment, you're still allowed to feel the feelings because the feelings are there. It doesn't change the fact that there's good out there for you but the feelings here are real. And I love that you kind of just touch on the fact that this is this is kind of our gift. I was reading in Esther and it, I have to remind myself like, oh, that's before, right? That's before we're given the gift of, of the Holy Spirit. And so we are privileged to be now under grace and to have that gift of, yeah, I can... I can lean on you <laughs> right when I don't know. And I can literally know that some, like he is here with me to help me through, you know, before they're praying. But as I said, an invisible God, they're literally going out on the limb. We have that assurance now. Um, and I think sometimes we take a little bit light, you know, we don't realize how serious it is that he's here. Yeah. You know, um, as you said, like you had to learn grace. And for me as well, it's like, I can talk the way I talk now because it's like through experience, right? Mm. And um, I had to learn grace myself because I remember Mm. when I first got saved, it's like, I remember being so hard on myself. Like Mm -hmm. if I fell down, I would literally be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. Like it would just be like a whole mess, okay? Mm -hmm. But I had to learn because... um, And that's literally guilt and condemnation. Like Mm -hmm. as humans, we are all going to mess up at some point in time. Like none Mm -hmm. of us are perfect, right? And God knows this. And this is why he sent Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, I had to actually really meditate upon that scripture where it says Mm -hmm. that, you know, condemnation is not of God. That's of the devil, right? And so I literally had to learn grace to be able to accept grace that, you know, what God is Mm -hmm. gracious. Although I am unworthy of anything that he Mm -hmm. did for me, 
He is gracious. And like you said, it's my gift. So therefore I walk in grace and I accept grace and I allow grace to lead me and, you know, just keep me because Mm -hmm. Lord knows some days I need grace. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. Can we talk about receiving and that allowing for a moment? Because um, for me coming in, it was really hard for me to even understand the concept of receiving. I didn't get it. I don't know if it's because I was bad at receiving gifts, which I realized maybe that's where it's coming from. But it's the whole idea that like literally is just there just got a cake, you know, like you're allowed to take this up. It's like, how was that like for you coming into realizing like, oh, I just got to allow, it's got to be, you know? Yeah. So again, it was that whole process of, you know, learning that condemnation is not of God, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I have to be able to get to that place where I can acknowledge where I've messed up. Mm-hmm. And if I can acknowledge that I can repent because that's super important. Mm-hmm. I can repent of my sins. And I've had to learn that, you know what, this whole process of um, being able to acknowledge where I've messed up, being able to repent of my sins, accepting grace. And it's because of grace why I'm even allowed to be able to say, lift my hands and, mm-hmm. you know, like give God praise, like simple things like that. Just make me feel like, you know what, like, Hey, I can have a relationship with God. Right. It's like, I had to learn that. And it was really just a process. Like it was mm-hmm. really just a process because I feel like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like somehow coming into Christianity, again, it kind of goes back to it being ritualistic and being religion. Mm-hmm. It's like, I had to learn that this is a relationship with God. And mm-hmm. as I allowed myself to build that relationship with him, then I was able to be like, okay, you know what? Like I can accept grace. I can mm-hmm. accept this gift because if you're in a relationship with somebody, it makes it easier for you to accept whatever True. gifts they give to you. Right. And yeah. that's more so how I was able to get to that place where I can be like, okay, yeah, you know what? I can accept this gift of grace. Mm, I love that. That's so true. You had to be in a relationship because if it was, let's say your spouse, you wouldn't have questioned it. You would have accepted the gift, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So talk to me a little bit about now. How do you um, lean on him to guide you in what you're working on now? So for me, that pretty much looks like me simply saying, you know what, God, okay, what it is, what is it that you want me to share? Right. So it's like, as I mentioned, like these videos, like I'm not trying to go ahead of God. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much, you know, like in my quiet moments with him, I say to him, like, okay, God, you know, well, what do you want me to share? Like what it is that you pretty much want me to put out there. And that's literally how I do it. I make sure that I stay in constant communication with him in terms of the content that I'm sharing. I also make sure that when I sit down to film or record, you know, I'm like, okay, God, like I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need you. I can't do this all myself, right? So it's literally that constant me relying on him saying, you know what, God, like, I can't do this. It's like, I have to learn to depend on him because at the end of the day, being able to do everything that I do, it's only by his grace. It's only mm. me being able to depend upon him and to trust him. Because it's like, sometimes when I look back and I think about like literally everything that I'm doing, I'm just like, my gosh, like, I mean, this is only because of you, right? This is only because of you. So it's right. like, I have to acknowledge that. And I have to be able to say, thank you. Right. Yes. I have to be able to, so it's like, you know, when I do 
finish that recording or whatever, I'm like, oh my God, Holy Spirit, thank you. I'm like, you know, thank you. It's like, it's just that constant, like, God, I'm like, I need you. I need you. I need you. So it's like, I'm literally always like, God, I need you. Mm. And you know, the fact that I feel like because I stay reliant upon him and depending yes. upon him, I feel like he's never left me so far. Like he's still <laughs> with me because it's like, as I mentioned, like, I'm not trying to be out here doing any of this by myself because in the first place, like none of this was my idea. <laughs> it was never my idea to begin with. Yes. I, I just need you. Yeah, That's it. I just need you. This wasn't my idea. Mm. And because you've now asked me to do this and I'm being obedient, I am going to trust you. Right. Mm. Um, if he sent you somewhere, he's always going to make that provision for you. He's going mm. to. Right. So. And that's yeah, little- I think that's super important to understand. I'm still understanding that, um, mm-hmm. that he will always provide a way. If he told you to go there, he's going to provide a way in it. There's just no, just, just no two ways about it. He's going to make sure that you're covered to do the thing he asked you to do. That's right. And you know what? Sometimes it's like, although he's asked you to do something, you're going to have opposition. You're going to have fights. Mm-hmm. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have distractions. You name it. It's going to show up. Facts. But, you know, it's the fact that, you can trust in him. Mm. It's that knowing you have to be certain. You have to be sure that, you know what, this is what he's called you to do. Because if you don't trust that, and if you don't believe that, and if you don't trust in him, then it's going to be so easy for you to give up along the way when, Mm. because although he's going to make a way, he never said that way is going to be a straight way. Right. That's true. There can be like many bumps along the road but you there probably will be let's just be honest there'll be many bumps <laughs> that, that's it right <laughs> even to grow your character through like, it right and that's it and it's like when you get to that bump you might okay you know I like is this really God because you hit a bump but then it's like he never told you that he was gonna you know make it easy for you he yeah. says that he's going to make a way yeah. I mean and you just have to trust him you just yes. have to take his yoke Take his burden because it is so much easier than the ones that we choose to carry. Mm, that's such an important part right there. What we choose, that we choose. I think sometimes we forget that we chose to pick up some things that we don't need to be carrying. We're picking up worries and fears and doubts that like literally we could just put them down. They don't need to come with us. It's like we packed a backpack full of like the wrong things <laughs> you know literally <laughs> and I feel like some days we do that though like mm. we do that like I mean how many times have you been like okay you know what God like okay so today I'm gonna give you fear today I'm gonna give you worry today I'm gonna give you um faithlessness I'm gonna give you doubt like you know we give all these things back to God and it's like the next day or the next breath, you know, you may see something or somebody Mm. says something to you, or, you know, somehow the enemy like pops a thought in your head and you're right back to carrying that backpack of things that you have no business carrying. (laughs) Like we do it all. (laughs) Yeah, it's real. It's true. We we spoke a little bit about the battle of the mind because it's true. We have to really safeguard ourselves because it, it is a battle. As you continue to believe, as you continue to push forward in the unseen, right? You are going to battle with the things that you used to see constantly because that's your reference. And I think the things that I urge you to understand is like, that shouldn't be your reference anymore. 
it's not you anymore. And that's something that I'm learning. It's no longer you. Yes, you made mistakes then and it looked bad or even, even be careful with the people around you because if they knew you then, they're still also referring to you as that person as well. Mm. And it's hard to move in a completely different space you haven't seen before when everyone around you is still viewing you and your situation like it was maybe when you were broken or when, you know, who knows, life happens. We make really bad decisions sometimes. Um, and coming out of that could be tough, but he will make a way as long as you believe it. People might think you're a little bit crazy for believing it. That's okay too. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> because I'm sure you never thought, you even might think you're crazy. Like when you first started like going on YouTube, you're probably like, mm, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was like, I don't have any desire to do this, you know, but like, I mean, although I had no desire to do it, I must say that I, I enjoy doing it. Right. Mm. So it's not like I'm doing something because God's asked me to do it. And I Mm. have like no enjoyment from it Yeah, because then that's also like, that's not the purpose. God's not going to make you do something that you know, like you don't want to enjoy doing, like mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. a mean God like that. <laughs> no, you're not going to drag your feet. And that's the one thing I realized that as I listen to him, as I follow him, I do the things he's, he's actually suggested I do or commanded me to do is actually what I've been meant to do. So therefore I feel more fulfillment, um, more enjoyment from doing it versus doing the thing that I had said I wanted to do myself. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, it, it's double fold. And that's why I think it's so important for people to use your intuition to find their purpose because he knows exactly what's meant for you. Um, you may have an idea based on the strengths that you have, mm-hmm. but he knows exactly. And it's usually in the way you didn't expect. <laughs> I've heard. As you said, you may have an idea based on the strength that you have, but God doesn't necessarily call us to do things outside of the strengths that we have, right? Mm. He uses the gifts and the talents that we have mm. to be able to get his will done. And, you know, so it's like, although I may be like, okay, yeah, you know, like I was never going in this way, Mm -hmm. but it's like, when I kind of look back at, you know, my profession, like I'm still out here, you know, dealing with people that I don't know on a daily basis. Right. Just as patients, like, I don't know these people, I don't have relationships with them, but these are people that I'm like teaching and, you know, taking care of. Right. So you know, there's still somewhat that correlation with me yeah, out good. here trying to teach his sheep and take yeah. care of his sheep with his word. So he doesn't necessarily take you very far out of the gifts that he's given you. Mm, that's a good point. It's just packaged another way. That's right. I, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Cause that was a big thing for me to learn as well. It's like, wow, like I can almost connect each skill, uh, like a major time in my life to what I'm doing now. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of interesting to think back. Uh, for example, like I used to work as uh, a camp coordinator and I used to have to speak a lot on the fly. All of a sudden now, all I do is speak. <laughs> so it's like, who would have thought, you know? It's almost like you're training. He was preparing mm. you for that greater that he had for you. Yes. Oh, that's so good. I urge everyone to look back at your skill set too. See, if you're doing something that you didn't think you'd be doing, Look back to see how the skills correlate. That's a good one. All right, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on, for doing this, for doing it again. (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) you so much. 
Um, this has been a really awesome and amazing conversation. Please let everyone know, you know, where they can find you, where can they connect with you, or if you have anything cool coming up next, one let us know about, please do. Uh, so thank you so much for having me on as a guest. Um, I definitely enjoyed and appreciated this conversation. Um, for anyone interested, you can find me at Divinely Inspired Inc., whether that's on Facebook, whether that's on YouTube or Instagram, you can find me there. Actually on YouTube, I'm Divinely Inspired to Empower, but on Facebook and Instagram, it's just shortened Divinely Inspired Inc. Uh, the only thing that I have coming up right now is... I just have a podcast called Life is Christian. It's available on any of your streaming platform of choice. And, you know, it's just some great content. Like I pretty much just have guests coming on, sharing their experiences and their struggles. And yeah, that's it. www.divineinspired.ca as well. Nice. Thank you. so much. I appreciate it. Please, guys, please do go check her out. Go check her out. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for listening in to FYFM. Ah, I appreciate you. Did you enjoy the golden nuggets in this episode? If so, rate us and leave us a review on Apple or Google Podcasts. And if you love FYFM and want to support my ministry, you can sow a seed or donate on Anchor FM. The link is in the description. Now, here's your journal prompt for today. Today's reflection is a challenge. How can you accept grace more in your life and be just a little bit more vulnerable with God? Can you think of an area in your life where you can trust God a little bit more? What would that look like? What would trusting God look like to you?